What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here. It is Friday after the main show, which can only mean one thing. We're talking horse racing with Rich. What's going on, Richard? Yes, big weekend of horse racing with uh, the Preakness, the end of the Twisted Triple Crown. So a lot of big races out near Baltimore, Maryland with I think there's like 12 races on the car to every single one of them is worth at least $100,000 or more. Mm. So we put this huge report together. It's been uh was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work. The 12th race is an Arabian horse race, which I, I don't know how to handicap those things. So I, I just skipped that one, but I did the first 11. <laughs> all right. Nice. Nice. But before we get to all that, we've got something else to talk about. There's a new website in town. Yes. There's a new website in town called Horse Racing Radar. It's like a news and stories related website. Not a lot of picks, but a lot about just what's going on in horse racing. And one of the things that I would point everybody to is every weekend we have a horse racing contests on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's too late to do today's, but you can get in for tomorrow. All you have to do is register. It's absolutely free. And if you can beat me and everybody else, you get free money. There you go. There you go. What's this? Uh, let's see here. Uh, it looks like Chris has more money than you right there. Is that true? That's just for that one. Oh, that, oh there it is. You, you're uh, t- you, oh, look at that. 400 to 200 right there. Mm-hmm. Death Row's nipping on your heels, so he's yes, Death Row. He death death is nipping on my heels at my age, my friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that scares me. That he's right behind me. I had better put some distance. I entered. I, I got in one pick for Hawthorne, so I probably won't win today. But uh, I did get mm-hmm. one pick in before it closed out. But uh, well, hopefully, you at least win that one. Yeah, well, I will. When Doves Cry and when the Doves Cry and Gonzo are going to take one of those is going to take r- the first race. For sure. Um, so, yeah, it's cool. Horse Racing Radar, Handicap Contest, free money right there, man. Free money, baby, if you can win. Yeah, there you go. And, Rich, I've been listening to you month, for months, so I think I can surpass you pretty easily. Yeah, you probably can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Horse Racing Radar, everybody. Got to check it out. Free. Why not? Yeah, there's, I mean, it's it's just really horse racing news. So if you like horse racing, you know, I have a podcast up today with uh, Matt Dinnerman, who is the track announcer for Golden Gate Fields. We talk about the um, Preakness as well as he's got his eye on a horse at Golden Gate. He knows that track as well as anybody else that if you're going to play horses, you might want to bet. Mm-hmm. And I think I've mixed together a pretty awesome opening. So Oh, there you go. I'm feeling pretty good about that. Oh, nice. All right. Well, yeah, man, I'm excited. I, I As soon as this contest opens, I'm in. I'm going to take it. I'm pumped. Hopefully you find your way to the top of the leaderboard. Oh, is there any doubt? <laughs> Zero. 
<laughs> All right. So what are we looking at for Saturday? Pimlico, right? Pimlico, yes. Right outside of, uh, I think it's in Baltimore, Maryland. And um, so there's three races we're going to look at. We're going to look at race number nine, which is the James W. Murphy Stakes. We're going to look at race number 10, the Black Eyed Susan. And normally that race was run on Friday and you could do a, a daily double with that and the Preakness. So your bet would carry from one day to the next. So you either were looking forward to Saturday with the first winner in your hand or you're just kind of not happy about that bet at all and throw away the tickets. And then uh, we're looking at number 11, the uh, Preakness. So that's uh, that's what we're looking at. So maybe we can put together a nice little pick three to end the day. Oh, I dig that. Let's get to it, man. Who do we like in race nine? So race number nine is the John Murphy or James Murphy. It's one mile on the turf. And I think of all the races on the card uh, on Saturday, this one could offer the most in terms of value. Um, I'm looking at Monday morning. It's football season, right? So you got to have Monday morning quarterback number nine. Mm-hmm. This is a horse that's uh, only run on dirt so far and it's going to try grass for the first time and i didn't there's really not a lot in his dirt races that tell you that this horse can be any good on 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 grass so i looked up his papa imagining and saw what his daddy did on grass and his daddy was a really good grass runner so i would imagine that the genes won't the apple won't fall too far from the tree and monday morning quarterback will be able to handle the tur- the, uh, the surface switch and an eight to one with the horse who's coming off the highest last race speed figure by a pretty long margin. I figure it's well worth the crack at nine to one, at eight to one. And you'll know if the sharps, as Mad Max likes to call them, feel good about his chances on grass because his odds will likely drop. And if you see his odds drop, that lets you know the people who are around the horse expect him to perform well on grass. So keep an eye out on that right before the race starts. Okay. My next pick is number 11, by land and sea. Oh, boy. That's a bad one. Yeah, it is a bad one. But uh, taking a shot, this horse has run three times at the distance. Well, sort of three times at the distance. Once at a mile, and it won. And two times at seven and a half furlongs, which is it's just you know essentially a mile by track measuring standards. And won those two. So essentially at this distance, he's run three times, one off three. And what I like about each one of those runs is at the end of the run, the horse was extending from the field hmm. versus kind of, you know, getting out and horses catching him. So I think this is a horse that in the last couple strides has some pretty strong late pace ability. And if he's close, he's got a good chance to win. Number 10 is next up on my list, Don one kitten um a horse that has run at the distance five times has two wins two seconds and a third last time out betters thought that he was the best horse in the field made him the favorite didn't win a lot of times those horses come back but he, he didn't win he just missed lost by a head a lot of time those horses those failed favorites is a pretty good betting angle they come back to hit at a pretty decent margin so i have him as my third pick and then the fourth pick is a reconvene number four. Uh, this is a horse that um, is coming into the race. Uh, let me look them up here again real quick. Off a pair of wins. And I expect he'll come off the bench fresh. The last uh, time he had a little bit of a break between races. 
raced at Monmouth, a mile and a 16th on the turf, broke his maiden by two and a half lengths. And uh, the jockey and trainer combo of Joe Bravo and Benjamin Perkins have raced only two times together, and they won both of them. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so I I have some real nice long shots on this particular race. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to box them in the form of a exacta, 4, 9, 10, 11. And if that comes in, I expect it to be a, a pretty good paying um, exacta that should pay for the rest of the day. Nice. Mm-hmm. So for the trifecta, I have 9, 10, 11, over 4, 9, 10, 11, and then four, t- and 4, 9, 10, 11, 12. So the 12 and the 13 are my two alternate picks. 4, 9, 10, 11, 12 in the at the back end of the trifecta this week i'll try to remember to post them last week i said i would and then i had a grandpa moment and forgot oh boy yeah i'm not quite a grandpa yet but (laughs) i certainly have like the grandpa gray matter at this point all right no we got you i got it in i got it written down too so yeah i'll put it on the site hopefully if not just send me an email dude what's up with you old man go put this up there yeah so the next race, race number 10, is the Black-Eyed Susan, which is ordinarily run on Friday. But this year, because of COVID, it all got jammed into one card and made a crap load of work for me this week. Um, and in this race, I think you have a, a favorite, a big favorite, but I think you also have a big favorite that could be vulnerable. And that's number five, Bonnie South. Mm-hmm. And she's seven to five. She ran by far the highest last race speed figure. But it's also a speed figure that's way, way, way above any other number that she's run. So either she's found a new level, which is possible, or she bounces, which is possible. So you have to definitely have her on the ticket because if she runs to her best, she wins this race probably very easily. But I think she's just as susceptible to having a, uh, you know, an effort that's more in line with her normal history, and, and which means you've got to bring other horses into play. So the other horses I have in play are number eight, Hopeful Growth, eight to one. She bombed in the Kentucky Oaks, which is the, the Kentucky Derby version of the Black-Eyed Susan. It's the, the girl's version of the, <laughs> of the Pimlico race. Um, but... This is a horse that sometimes you just notice odd patterns in horses. And this is one of these horses I call an every other race horse. She won. Then she kind of did okay, ran second. Then she won. Then she bombed and ran fifth. Then she came back and won. Mm. Then she bombed and ran sixth. So this is an every other horse race. So she bombed in the last race. That means she's due for a good race. Yeah. Uh So I I think that uh, she's won three of her six starts. And if she runs to her ability, her numbers are just as good as anybody else's in this field. Mm. So hopefully we grow our bankroll right there. Yeah. Well, that's the nice thing about um, some of the uh, the later races is that, or even throughout the entire card, there's like one horse or maybe two that look like they, they're the, the best horses, but they're not so much better than everybody else that if they don't run to their full, to their max – you're going to get some real nice value behind them. Mm-hmm. And this is a perfect example. So the, the next horse I have on my list is number nine, which is Miss Marisa. 
Uh, this is a horse that's won two in a row. She bopped again uh, her best speed figure by far last time out. Um, and if she runs that same exact race, she'll probably have a shot to win again. She gets a little better jockey than she got last time out. And I expect that you'll see. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Her up near the front, all the way around the track, in a race that really does not have a ton of pace. So it's not really a distance that favors uh, or and a surface that favors horses that get to the lead. But sometimes if only a couple of horses are out in the front, they can run kind of slower fractions than normal. And that gives them a lot of juice in their legs late so that they can go ahead and uh, finish off the deal, so to speak. Okay. Number 10 landing zone is the fourth pick that I have. Uh, this is a horse that's on a three race winning streak and uh, one and a quarter lengths away from being on a four-race winning streak. Trainer Claudio Gonzalez follows up a win with another win hey. at about 23%. So in digging in the numbers, too, I noticed that um, she ran her last two races at uh, Delaware Park, which is like a, you know, like a second-tier track, maybe a little bit lower than that. Uh, she ran a mile, and then the second race was a mile and 70 yards. So she ran a little bit longer in the second race than the first race, but her fractions dropped dramatically. I mean, by two and three seconds, mm. even though she was running a little, 70 yards farther. Mm. So whenever I see that sort of like improvement internally, that's a big ding, 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 green flag for me. So I think if she continues to be uh, on the upswing. It's a horse that can definitely get to the front and win again. I like it. Yeah, and then rounding out the picks with the alternative picks are number three, So Darn Hot, and number six, Sharp Star. 
in terms of betting again, you know, with three kind of longer shot horses, you can box the five, eight, nine, and ten in the exact day again. Or I have five, eight with five, eight, nine, ten. If you're looking for the bigger ticket, I'd box them just in case the five runs out at seven to five and likely to get bet down. I would expect she'll be under one to one mm. when they leave. Okay. So if the under one to one doesn't run into money and Bonnie South reverts to her more normal numbers, which are still better than most of the numbers in the field, but happens to run third instead of first or second, those exact payouts will jump pretty nicely. Okay. So your choice, save money, a few bucks, or go for a bigger payout. Right. Mm-hmm. And then on the trifecta, I'm going with the five and the eight, Bonnie South and hopeful growth over five, eight, nine, ten, over three, five, eight, nine, ten. All right, got it. And then finally, wrapping it up with the big race of the day. Unfortunately, there's not a uh, an opportunity for a horse to win the Triple Crown because uh, Authentic did not run in the Belmont Stakes and then turn around and beat Tis the Law in the reversed order Kentucky Derby. So in the Kentucky Derby, had Art Collector been uh, in the race and not scratched out, he would have been my top choice. So he's going to be my top choice in the Preakness. I did some research and look back and authentic and thousand words and a couple of others are horses that like to get to the front Mm -hmm. and try to win the race right out of the gate and then stay in that position from gate to wire. And only three times in the last 10 years has a horse been able to pull off that feat. This is a track we're really kind of rating. So, you know, putting yourself third or fourth right out of the gates tends to be the right place to be. And that's exactly where Art Collector is going to probably find himself. And then he's a horse that likes to really fire up the engines coming around the turn. And he has some of the uh, best late pace figures in this field Hmm. by far. So I expect that you'll see um, the... Uh, the, the the most likely favorite in uh, Kentucky Derby champ, authentic jump to the lead with fellow Bob Baffert trainee thousand words right behind him. Maybe Swiss skydiver, who is a female horse trying to do something that has only been done five times before and only once in the last 95 years. <laughs> and that's a female horse win the Preakness, uh, but she'll be up close to the front too. She did race against our collector in the bluegrass stakes and finished a well-beaten second. So I don't think she has what it takes to win, but I do think she has a pretty good chance to, you know, to find her way into the money. So my top pick is Art Collector, followed by Authentic. Then, of course, you have to give some credit to the ladies. So Swiss Skydiver is my third pick. And I got a a pretty much a nice long shot here wrapping up the uh, top four, and that's number 10, Pneumatic. Uh, Pneumatic is a horse that did qualify for the Kentucky Derby, but the trainer, Steve Asmussen, decided to give him a rest, probably targeting this race. And he's been working out very strongly. And in his last race, um, he put up his best number, but it's not like a big jump like we saw in some of the previous races. He's kind of steadily progressing up the performance ladder. He's going to be third, fourth, fifth. He's probably sitting right behind. Art Collector, 
I think the two will run in tandem probably pretty much all the way around the track. And then when our collector decides it's time to go, Jockey Joe Bravo will probably say, all right, let's go, Pneumatic. Let's let's see if we can outkick um, our collector to the wire. Mm. So at 20 to 1, yeah, yeah, and a horse that's improving, that did qualify for the Kentucky Derby, I got to throw him in there. And then uh, wrapping that up with a thousand words and Max Player as the alternative picks. No love for New York traffic, huh? We've yeah, talked about him so I, much. I just thought maybe. I think maybe he's worn out. Yeah. I mean, because he had, he probably had of all the horses or, that ran in the Kentucky Derby qualifying races, he probably ran the most. Um, and then, you know, he's always up on the front. And as we mentioned, fighting, 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 tough as nails. I mean, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. And then in the and, and then in the uh, Kentucky Derby just didn't really have it, and maybe in the second race off the break he'll do better, which is possible. I mean, a lot of horses do improve the second time out. Just looked like a really tired horse in the in the Derby, so maybe he reverts back. I'm always a little leery when horses are in good form and then get out of form. Yeah, the last time he uh, kind of had that little out of form was it, it, in um, at in Pennsylvania at Parks Racetrack, where he's coming off a win, finished fourth by 13, and the next time out kind of floundered as well, went on break, and then had some extended time yeah. off, and then came back and raced well. See that. Uh, so maybe I, that's always a concern to me. When a horse changes its form from bad to worse, and then from, you know, or from good to bad, and I also look at it the other way around when it goes from bad to good. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm going to box the top four here, three, nine, three, four, nine, and 10, hoping that Pneumatic can pull off the win. But I really think that you can limit it to the top two if you want to, Art Collector and Authentic. I do think they're, they're a cut above the rest of the field. And then um, for my trifecta, you can, you can go three, nine with three, four, nine, 10, with three, four, five, nine, 10. If you think thousand words um, because it's a front runner is going to die at the end, then maybe flip the eight in for thousand words in the uh, at the back end of the trifecta. Okay, cool. And that pretty much wraps that whole horse racing thing up. Wow, look at that! Bam, bam. Yeah, I know. I got my marching orders. We can no longer do forty-five minute shows. I think faster is better. Maybe people will disagree, but I always think faster is better. Uh, yes, faster is better. Yeah, <laughs> especially the older you get, my friend. <laughs> so horse racing radar, that's where we need mm-hmm. to go. Register your free account, make your picks. Try to beat me. Let's do it. I, I'm, I'm going to take a shot. We'll see. We'll see, see if I can do anything. Yeah, I would, I would encourage everybody to do it every weekend. One, it's kind of like fantasy, um, Fantasy football, or even when you're betting on, even though you're not putting money in it and there's money at stake, though, with the horse racing, yeah, it keeps you more involved, man. You're going to watch the race. You're going to watch the race with more intent. You're going to really pull for your horse. And then at the end, you know, if you do well, your PayPal account will be credited with 50 or 100 bucks. Right. So right. it increases your interest and might increase your payroll so you can bet on 
uh, you know, some of the stuff that we're giving you in the main show yeah. and horse racing, of course, too. And of course, James picks. Well, of course, James's picks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't forget that. <laughs> no, you can't forget the lads picks. Yeah. So I only got one pick in for the contest. It was Hawthorne, Hawthorne Thoroughbred going today. Race one. I, I could only get when the doves cry and Gonzo. That was my, my two picks. Doves cry right now is four to five uh, odds. Gonzo's 10 to one. Should I exact to them or should I just not even bother? Yeah, you, you can exact to them if you like. You th- what do you think? You can always go to guarantee tip sheets too and see oh, what we pay. There you go. There you go. I'll have to do that. All right, Rich. Anything else? That's it, my man. Just looking forward to a big weekend of racing. Again, the if you're going to bet horse racing, if you're a casual thinking about it kind of better, these are the weekends that you want to bet because the money pools are, are much, much larger. They're swollen. And because they're swollen, that means you're going to get bigger payouts than you would normally get on a regular day of racing. So if you're going to bet Kentucky Derby, Preakness, Belmont Stakes, the Breeders' Cup, which is in about a month, which is all the best races in the world. And those are the weekends you definitely want to be in the game. Gotcha. All right, man, let's do it. All right, fantastic. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.